I mean, yeah. I mean, really, it's. I, I would say, yeah, Little Wayne and Jail do uh, seem to to have uh, you know a lot to do with each other these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey man, this is the first podcast with the new intro song, and I've oh, already shit, hit record. I've hit already hit record, and we're gonna play the new. I need to come up with a song. better name. Let's uh, call it. What is it? Um, News, topics, gay jokes. <laughs> Welcome to. <laughs> We're getting canceled. <laughs> Wait, no one knows name. who. <laughs> that should be the name. We're getting canceled. We're getting canceled, <laughs> dude. That's really good. Wait, no one knows who we are. Shit, we can't get canceled. That's the answer. It's just like, oh wait, we can't get canceled. No one knows who we are. That's a good idea. We should get known, and then we'll get canceled. That's the whole career plan. <laughs> I just pop out like this. I'm not joking though. Like this is a total bro rave track, but I actually created it with the bro rave mentality. No joke. Like as I was creating, I was like, oh, I could see myself dancing with my shirt off with three women I'll never talk to again. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did you buy uh, like a buy a bandana that day? No, no. I did rip the sleeves off my shirt though. Okay. It actually kind of does work. I don't know. I think so. I'm kind of proud of myself. But the very end is like what really works for this podcast. Yeah, I'm saying. Here it here comes. Here it comes. Yeah. See, but there's a hard cut. This is where we could talk about the topics. <laughs> How long is this part? I don't know. It comes back though. See, that's what I'm saying. I exported something that wasn't like complete for you. I didn't close the gaps. It'll come back. There you go. Dude, I got some fucking banana bread at work today, dude. How? How yeah. Fucking skunks, dude. Hell no. Scratching your eye, but it's still fucking itchy, dude. Hell no. The fucking cubs, dude. Hell no! Like getting paid not a lot of money, dude! For fucking working! Hell no! But banana bread! I fucking work, dude! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! It's perfect, dude! Hell it yeah. didn't do anything to it. I put it in and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> That's so funny. And he could just fade it from here. That's the podcast. That intro is the intro from now on. That's so good. Banana bread. But it, that's the name of it. Banana, banana bread. bread. Banana bread. <laughs> Did you just call it fuck yeah banana bread? Fuck yeah banana bread. That's the name of it. I love it. Rename that please before we forget that because that's perfect. Banana bread. Fuck yeah banana bread. All right. Remember, I remember it. Yeah, did you ever have one of those like things where you're like, or a friend who was like trying to remember stuff like like in uh, House Bunny with Anna Ferris and she was like oh, she I remembers see people. That. I know what the movie. She is, remembers anyway. people's names by like. Like, if you said, hey, my name's Hannah, she goes, Hannah. <laughs> and they're like, what? And he's like, she's like, oh, it's just a way I remember names. Uh, I never saw it, but that's fucking great. Dude, Anna Ferris is so funny. Oh, dude, she's great. You know that her, she was she was doing theater up in, I think, Washington? Oh, nice. Or maybe Portland. Just, you know, city theater, right? 
Okay. I think it was like a local theater. Hell yeah. Got an agent, came down here, first audition, scary movie, landed it. Oh, no shit, really? Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> funny? That's great. And that's like, you know, everybody... I always... I remember watching Scary Movie and I was like, oh my God, this girl is a... She's really good. She's like a... She's going to be huge. Yeah. And then whenever I I talk to people that watched it, they were never like, oh yeah, that chick. Well, it's because Scary Movie is one of those... Well, here's the reason, and this is actually interesting you said, because it brought up something that I try to tell people, because I actually really think spoofs and things like that that are like, you know, they're labeled spoofs. I think there's an art form to that. Absolutely. And there is. Like, yeah, they're comedies, but there's a specific art of translating something that is in the world already and making it close enough where you remember what they're trying to reference, but different enough where it's a new take on it. And I think Scary Movie is one of those things where it's, it's it was so popular that it became like like it became like some people were really looking at it from like the genius, you know, creation of it and really like what it started. And other people were just like, I don't remember anybody from the movie. It was just a funny movie because right. it's like fast food to them almost. Like it was like, oh yeah, the, that was a funny, goofy movie. Like, dude, where's my car? Same sort of thing. Like, yeah, there's so much like, f- there's so much clever comedy work in that movie, dude, where's my car? But a lot of people just wrote it off as being the dumbest movie of all time. Right. But there's like a science and an art to like dumb comedy. Like you have to be really in tune. Like there's like a yeah. There's like an, an intimate connection between knowing what's funny in your brain that you know is dumb but still so funny. Yeah, I mean, I that's where I live. By the way, is like yeah, what's I know dumb, you do. But like clever at the same time. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could you could write an a spoof movie in like two hours. Like if we sat yeah. down well, and, and looked at John that. Wick. Dude, we, we could can easily write it. Yeah. Unless unless that's what uh, Key and Peele did with that cat movie. Kind of, yeah. So, I used to work on YouTube. It was called Keanu. Keanu, yeah, wasn't it? Because yeah. would na- they named the cat after Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, here's what's interesting. And, and again, my girl hates me for this, right? But amongst other things, amongst other things, trust me. Um, the biggest thing I love to do is when I watch any movie that isn't a comedy. If it's like a serious movie, I will come up with shit. That would make it funnier on right. the spot. Yeah. Or I'll say things out loud or right before a character says their line, I'll say a different line that's funny to me. Yeah. And I I, I kill it, dude. I'm I know. really good at that. Like, yeah. I'm really funny. I can write spoofs like in the moment as it's happening. That's what we easily. need to do. Yeah, I'm in. But that's my point. Like, to me, that's so fun. Last the Mohicans. Let's just watch that. Okay. Let's see what we come up with. Okay. And see if it's worth getting canceled over. All right. All Can right. we just stop the cancel just thing, stop, man? Please. I, just, I, I want to something to work. I don't want to make another apology video <laughs> in Mandarin. I don't, I don't want to put on another collar. Isn't shirt that and crazy? Oh, we were up. we were talking about that with John Cena, how he learned Mandarin. Yeah, he didn't learn did it for apo- the, He didn't learn it for the apology. He learned it prior. Really? Yeah, he did not. He knew Mandarin for a long time, and he used the Mandarin that he knew to apologize to China. That's crazy, though. Yeah, like it's crazy. what makes you want to learn man? I mean. Like, um, I get it. Like, you I spend time in Asia. I don't know why. Honestly, I don't know why. But, like, I just remember seeing a late night show, like, five years ago where he was like, yeah, I'm learning Mandarin. And they're like, oh, well, can you say some stuff? And he was like, yeah. And, like, he was on, like, Jimmy Fallon or something like that. And he just, and he started, just went off. Yeah, he just went off. And it's um, sick. It's, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but Mandarin is, without question, the hardest language to learn. Yeah. Without any qu- It's so weird. It's such a weird language. Right. I had this thought the other day and just go with me. All right. Oh Jesus. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little I'm gonna Last play. time you said that I ended up in jail. 
I'm gonna give us a little, just a little, just. But I was up ten dollars, so you know, I'll give you that. Just a little, little bit of this. A little to, John Cena. No, just a little bit of. I'm so confused. If it would play, your computer is not authorized. This computer from the account menu before you can. Oh, this is. I must authorize my shit. I'm so impressed with what you pull up. Can sometimes. you? Can you just? I'm so happy that you bring me on the show. Okay, bring, show all right. So here's 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 the thing. This is my this is my thought the other day. Oh, it's an audio note. No, did I'm I fuck recording. up? Um, I don't know. I don't know what that yeah, is. It sounds good, doesn't it? I feel like. So, anyways, um, <laughs> no, I was thinking. All right, so it just cuts to an audio. Thing you know how? Being like, no, 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 put it in. No, just keep shoving. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, what? And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know how? Uh, you know when you're sending like memes back and forth between friends? All the time. That's all I do. You don't need words. Yeah. You right? can just send memes. Yeah. Exactly. That's the language. That's yeah. the hieroglyphs of today. Exactly. The hieroglyphs. Yeah. Hieroglyphs is like, it's like memes and hieroglyphs are pretty much the same thing. It's the same, to where, same concept. Yes. But everybody has to be like in the culture. Yeah. Like in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see that with like with conversations, like you and I could be talking about something, and we can bypass a lot of shit, and we can say shit that would be offensive to some people, right. because you and I both know that we don't hate people that we're making fun of. Yeah, we're making fun of them because we find the the funny. Yeah, yeah we, there's we a find commonality. It. Yeah, exactly. But like when people don't know you, then they get mad at you. Oh yeah, for dude. saying something, and they don't get the meme. They don't get the context. Oh, dude, and the worst part about that is when they say, I don't get it. And you got to explain it through text. And you go, well, it's because the guy likes to have, you know, blowjobs from a horse or something like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, know some whatever. Yeah. Comedy is, is hard to like translate to people that aren't out of the, are out of the, uh, the conversation. But like the worst is like when people get offended and you're yeah. like, no, 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 you don't get it. I don't, I don't hate these people or I don't <laughs> hate you. I'm just kind of like calling this out. Yeah. Because yeah. it's funny. Well, and the other thing that's interesting is that's really bad. But the other one that's bad is I had a meme I posted publicly one time where it had a dog sitting in like a seat of a car and it had his eyes all wide open and they're going other directions. And it says, when I explain to my therapy dog where all my problems or something like that. Where all my problems are? Or no, no, it's just like when I talk talk to my therapy dog about my problems, right. and the dog is just like freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. So I posted that. I had this one person who legitimately thought I was about to kill myself who like wouldn't stop calling me and i was ignoring the calls because i was like who the fuck is calling me and i would ignore the calls and i got a text like please call me please call me and i'm like and i call and i'm like hey what's up I'm like i'm just really worried are you okay do you need to talk to somebody i was like right what no like, i saw your post are you doing okay do you need to talk to somebody like i don't want you to do anything drastic and i'm like what the hell are you talking about right i mean that's and some she thought that yeah. was a call for help i was like what are you dude it's a joke <laughs> yeah i mean that's i mean look i get that because like what that person probably has had in their life is somebody who has made jokes like that and then like been super depressed and they didn't know. Yeah, they posted. But a they meme. don't know you. <laughs> they posted a meme about a butterfly getting like I don't know some gay joke with a butterfly and then they hang themselves. I know something fucked up happened. <laughs> something some gay butterfly, some gay conservative butterfly. Jesus. Anyways, so it's like I'm not red, white, and blue butterfly. <laughs> Can we talk about how you don't know how to use a microwave? Yeah, I I really you know what I feel like I need to apologize to you for that because that really offended you. Don't you. you don't need to apologize? I just it really need to and you know that that was a joke. But you you didn't. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm I was kidding. like, whoa, dude, that was good. No, then I, I, actually... I no, I had no idea how to use a microwave. So, okay, yeah, I didn't know like, there were power levels. All right, that's on me. 
I did not know this. Do you do realize that when you're in a car, you don't have to like press the gas pedal all over the floor all the time, right? Shit. Yeah, that's my point. Okay. So good I'm just points. hoping that you understand points. this because if you want to reheat something, talk, you must have been eating the most nuclear fire level heat. Dude, all the nutrients just were got disintegrated. Yeah. It was just. So you basically. It was just whatever, matter. Yeah. When you reheated pizza, you basically got a piece of cardboard <laughs> with yeah. like hot spots all over it. Cardboard inside the cardboard. It's delicious. It's great. Yep. So much fiber. Anyways. That's um, what I do. I just microwave. I nuke everything so it just turns into straight fiber. Yeah. I'm fine with that. That's not how it goes, but. No. Yeah, dude. I didn't really. I really did not know how to use a microwave with the power setting. Have you ever. Um, have you ever been to like. Have you ever been to like a house that's like from the like early 70s, like mid 70s, and they had like the first generation microwave, like the original microwave? Yeah. Never use one of those? I've never used it, but I've seen one of those old ones. It is so useless. Right. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like I remember I got an Airbnb in Palm Springs one time, and that's what they had. And for some dumb reason, we only got like bagel bites and stuff like that to eat for one night. And we were like, oh, we got to use this ancient ass microwave. And it didn't do anything. Like, it just made a lot of noise. It didn't heat shit. So we ate cold bagel bites. Wow. Yeah. And then we figured... And then we were really high on mushrooms, obviously, and DMT. Yeah. Same thing I oh, told same, you yesterday. <laughs> so we thought, oh, well, dude, we just need fire, right? Let's just make a fire. So the whole place burned down. Yeah, perfect. And, you know, we didn't get our bagel bites. That makes sense. Yeah. I would do anything for a bagel bite. Back in the day, bagel bites, dude? Do you mean pizza rolls? Bagel, yeah, bagel bites. You mean like the bagel with the bite? Yeah, yeah, the bagel with the bite, the pizza bagel bite. Dude, those things were so good. Here's the thing I will to say to someone about bagel who bites. was like just hooked on processed food. Oh, dude, hell yeah! But here's the thing about bagel bites. Um, everybody always praises them, but I will be honest with you, I never had one that, and I'm being honest here. Like, okay, not, just be honest, please. I've never had one that was cooked all the way through. <laughs> right, you just, just never did. There's always like bit. one cold spot or one blazing hot spot on it. Damn. Like it always ended up like that. And also, you know, like when you eat it and you're like trying to take like a small bite or something because you know it's yeah. too hot, but then it flips over and then all that sauce goes right on your yeah. tongue and just burns every everything's your gone. taste buds. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, they fit good on nipples. Uh, don't ask me how I knew that. Sweet. Nice. Speaking of nipples, I was going to bring this up. Oh, you know, cool. Chris Evans in uh, Not Another Team movie. Yeah, of course. Kind of same idea, right? Yeah. He has big Anna nips. Ferris. I was making the Anna Ferris relation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Spoof movie. Nice. Yeah. I actually never saw not any another teen movie. It's funny. I saw the ending of it. I never saw the movie. Yeah. So one of the guys in it, the guy who does the he always wants to start a clap. Oh yeah. And then they say not now. Right. And then at the very end he misses it or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That guy, I forgot his name, but he was a stand up comedian out here. And uh he was just like an improver. Like he would just get up there and be like he was improving. Mm-hmm. And I saw this video where he was talking about uh, him and Dane Cook were like the biggest names at the time. Oh, yeah. And uh, out here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Dane Cook was like, dude, he was all over the club scene. Like, he was everywhere here. He blew up in, in the college uh Well, circuit. he blew up from the college circuit because of where like his... Of MySpace. Yeah, because his clips would circulate. But he was using MySpace and everybody was making fun of him for doing it. Yeah, true. But what's funny, as I said, what's funny about it is, is like, he was the perfect person to initiate that first, like, comedian who uses social media. Like, he was the perfect guy. Because all his stuff, you can simplify it down to bite sizes. He was, like, goofy enough where, like, every age would like him. 
And he was like kind of a nice, sweet guy that like older people are like, oh, that crazy Dane Cook. Like he was the perfect comedian for all audiences. That way, that's I guess why so. a lot of people hated him. I mean, yeah, I know a lot of comedians hated him. Right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, because though? they thought he stole material, which I don't think he did. Right. Mencia did. He didn't. I I just feel like it's so hard not to steal material when you're well, up there you're, and you're watching all these great comics and then you go up there and you're improving. Dude, it's and, not even just that. And the pressure, like you just kind of, you're coming up with shit like what's going to work here? Ah, and you just kind of go. Yeah, but it's not even just that. It's just like, dude, a lot of people don't realize that comedians think a lot alike. Yeah, we do. We really do. Like comedians really think the same way. Like when I said the thing about the gay marriage thing, I wasn't the first one who said that. Right. I realized later that somebody else said that. And then I talked to my friend who I got this bit from and I told him this bit and he was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Like he immediately was just like, oh, I get that. That's a good joke. Like he immediately recognized what I was saying. So it's like. To me, it's like, I think it's just because we have these very similar mentalities and these same way of processing things that we sometimes just write the same material. Yeah. It happens. Like, musicians play the same notes. It's just the way it right. is. Right, exactly. Obviously, if you're, like, intentionally, like, following suit and you're doing it blatantly and you actually admit to it, then I get it. But if you're, like, you know, talking about the same subject and you have a similar spin on it, then fucking, I don't know, just write something else. But I get it. Yeah. You know. I agree. Hey, what do you think about this song, dude? Oh, not this bullshit. Hold on this one. Stare into my eyes. I'm doing a slow zoom in my head. I'm only I only have a toga on and I'm dancing like this in the desert. What is this? And I've got that laurel on my head. Oh, yeah. So you're basically a, a siren? <laughs> I'm the male siren. Yeah, male siren. And I'm doing these old Little disco finger moves. Guns? Yeah, finger guns. We have like a bloom filter, so it has everything like glowing around the edges. Right. So what is this? Sixes to nines by Big Wild. Never heard this. He gets pretty good right here. How old is this? I have no idea. Could be modern. That sounds like The Weeknd. Oh, it could be Free Radicals. Oh, it's modern. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Where do you find this? Man, I got good taste, dog. I find good music. I dig it. All right? I dig it. I wanted to make a Charlie Brown... Christmas? ...stage play when I was in high school. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) I thought it would be good. There's something so weird about (laughs) it. I wanted to recreate something that's already a thing, but I'm only going to act every part by myself. That's right. I'm going to wear all the costumes. I can't wait. And I'm going to undress and dress right in front of everybody. I'm going to rip my shirt off, put the dress on, run over there and be like, Linus! <laughs> and rip my shirt off and be like, ah, da, 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 da. I feel like that would be cool. I feel like people would be down for that. Yeah, they're always, they're, they're going to be like, just support him. He's not all there in the head. What is that? Uh, epic, epic, what's that horse play? 
where uh, Harry Potter, the guy who played Harry Potter, what's his name? Oh, Daniel, Daniel uh, Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah. Oh, the one he gets naked he... with the horse. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that, dude. What, I got is so it like on. him and the horse are getting it on? Hell yeah. Really? It's called a donkey show. Yep, that's right. Yeah, I saw it in Tijuana. And by the way, that wasn't Daniel Radcliffe. That was uh, Pablo Honduras. <laughs> sure. But he looks like Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, what is that sure? show? You don't believe me? What is that show about? About like the da- the Daniel Radcliffe pony show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's the pony That's, show. I don't know. It's fucking him banging a pony. Who gives a shit? Anyways, moving on. <laughs> hey, I was thinking the other day, how hey, bad was bestiality for it to be written in the Bible? Hey, guys, don't do it. Oh no! Here, okay. I'm glad you brought this up because I have a lot of things to say about this. Say it, man. Okay, been thinking about this one for a while. No, dead serious. Because the the concept is interesting to me. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I don't know if you saw this. Oh my god, dude, this is great because I don't think I talked to you about this yet. Okay. Okay. Have you <laughs> have you ever seen the documentary about the guy who has sex with the dolphin? No. Okay. Highly recommend it. It's twenty minutes, and it's a hard twenty minutes to watch. You sent it to it, me. It was the animated, the animated version, right? Part of it's animated. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Basically, the story goes, in summary, this one guy was working at a at an aquarium slash zoo, kind of like SeaWorld, and he was in charge of taking care of the dolphins. And I guess him and this dolphin started to get to know each other. Like, they worked together, and he was, like, noticing that this dolphin was developing, like, you know, a sensitivity. Normal, yeah, kind of a sensitivity or, like, a relationship with them where, like, it's like a friendship. Like, the dolphin knew who he was. They would swim together. You know. Boners would be pop. Like, dude. I never knew how hard this guy's boner would be for this dolphin so early, but he was just like, I fell in love pretty quickly. And I was like, and it's like, you know, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's the way her, her body's curvy, the way she goes. <laughs> and only. On. Yeah. And then I was like, dude, did you bang the blowhole? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you bang the air hole? Yeah. Come on. You had to have, it's a big gaping hole. So anyways, but here's what's crazy though. He was saying like, he never obviously had sex with it, and he right. was like, you know, Obviously. he was planning on doing it. And then basically they like told him in the morning he had this like nightmare that the dolphin was going to die. So he ran to the SeaWorld place and they're like, yeah, we're moving the dolphins out. We got to like move them out. They got to give them back to the whatever habitat. And they're moving them in the morning. And he's like, I got to make this happen tonight. We've all been there, dude. We've been in high school. Like this girl's leaving for the summer. I only have one night. I'm going to make my move. I'm going to yeah. give her a big smoocheroo. Yeah, I know. So I wish he was, he was a dolphin. So that's what he was thinking, but in reality, he was like, I gotta bang this dolphin. <laughs> so fast. Oh my God, I gotta bang this dolphin. Mom, I'll be home later. <laughs> anyway, so so he apparently did. He like he apparently like made this like cove area uh, so the dolphin could swim through it and get to where he is, and I guess the dolphin knew where it was, and the dolphin wanted to, I guess, according to him. Again, though, bro. Right. How do you know that's what the dolphin wanted? But whatever. You so, never do. Yeah, so anyway, so he like... He told this really graphic story about how, like, he would, like, fit in her a certain way, and then she would, like, adjust herself so he could fit in her better. Oh, yeah. You know. So, anyway. so was tied this. down at all. So, anyway. It? So, he was banging the shit out of this dolphin. <laughs> and they're like, Dave, this is the third dolphin this month. And also, right. you got to stay out of the red snapper cage. Right. <laughs> you got to. Dude, you got to have standards here. And also, that dolphin definitely. Just like, defecated everywhere. Dude, how am I going to return this dolphin and be like, yeah, this dolphin's not a virgin anymore? And they're going to be like, what? We don't want it. Get it back in the tuna can. Yeah. <laughs> we don't take non-virgins. Yeah. So anyways, so it's like a Saudi fucked up sex trade. Anyway, so. All right. So that happened, right? Yeah, it did. And he wrote a book about it. 
He wrote he a also, book? He wrote a book about it. But here's the funniest part. He was being interviewed. Like, he actually had, like, you know, a single camera, like, interview with him or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, I have three kids. I'm married or whatever. And I was like, are they dolphin babies? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But then he expressed how bestiality is actually, like, more, like, there's more complicated things to it. It's not just, like, raping dogs or cats or whatever the fuck you're into or snakes or fucking Guatemalan lizards or whatever. But... There's What's funny it. about it is he was saying that he was like, yeah, animals feel love and connection to people and they can, you know, they can feel connected to you in that way. And I'm like, no, they can't, but they can't. But I'm not going to say that that dolphin didn't feel something because I don't know shit about dolphins. I know they're smart. The octopus teacher guy banged the octopus, right? He had to have. Dude, how could you not? It was grabbing his finger like this. <laughs> First thing I think of is, oh, man. Wonder what else they can grab. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, might not have won an Oscar. <laughs> might not have won an Oscar if they went that direction. But you know, who knows? Anyways, so uh, being honest here, this dolphin sex doc and the octopus friend, basically the same doc. <laughs> It's basically the same thing. So whenever people are like, you ever see that octopus duck? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah dude, yeah. he fucking fucked the shit out of that thing. They're like, what? Oh, that was the other one. Oh, shit. I'm confusing the two. Anyway, <laughs> so bad. he banged the shit out of that octopus. Anyway, so. All right. So my point is, is like the guy had yeah. this whole opinion about bestiality. I don't know if I buy it. But again, I never banged a dolphin. So I guess I don't know. Who knows? Maybe maybe him and that dolphin had a thing for each other. All right. Bestiality is a thing. It was at, it was obviously something that they were dealing with in the, in in the biblical, biblical time. Age, yeah. What was getting fucked? Everything. Because here's the thing. And who was doing it? Everybody. Was it the dudes? Was it the dudes that couldn't talk to the wife that was out? You know, they were out okay. in the fields with with the sheep, and then one day they're like, you know Dude. what? This is pretty soft. I, I maybe I could do this. Or was it the women at home? We don't know. I like how you did the little slow fold. Like you're like, who's it gonna be? Um, we don't know. I don't know. And that's interesting you say that because because <laughs> it's, it's automatically uh oh it's it was dudes they were here's banging the thing sheep. I like to imagine right just the guy who's writing the bible and the rules the commandments right yeah. he's writing the commandments he's just like okay don't steal from me okay very good that's a good rule what would you say john dot murdered <laughs> nope can't do that don't you murder anybody okay is that it guys is that everybody fucking goats what <laughs> I can't do that. That's gross. That's a goat. Can't do that. Okay. Are we done here? Can we stop doing all this stuff, please, so I don't have to write it down? Anyways, I just imagine that's sort of what happened. Bestiality. No, 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 no. Private In the Bible. Down. In the Bible. Good call. <laughs> I was like, dude, don't do it, man. Because as soon as you Google that, it's going to give passages. you the worst type of video. The first passage... In Exodus, anyone who has sexual relations with an animal must be put to death. <laughs> wow, that's a little harsh. What, the animal too? Let's be honest here. The animal was kind of asking for it the way it was wearing those right, clothes. Yeah. No, no, the animal stays alive, apparently. Leviticus, wow, that is a very... Leviticus, do not have sexual relations with an animal and defile yourself with it. A woman must not present herself to an animal to have sexual relations with it, and that is a perversion. Wow, okay. So so I had a lot more to confess when I was a kid than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> so it was, it was a chick. I'm kidding. Chicks were doing it. So chicks were. So here's my question. Uh, here's another one. If a man has sexual relations with... Oh, okay. Well, that came later. Okay. So the first the first verse was about a woman. So they did it first. It says, also, don't rub your dick with animal skin. Yeah. It's like, well... 
If a man has relations, sex relations with an animal, he must be put to death and you must kill the animal. Oh, okay. It says that. I told you. If a woman approaches an animal to have sexual relations with it, kill both the woman and the animal. No way. It says if that. He just, if, she, if a woman just approaches, okay, they must be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. That's great. There was, wow. a, there was a lot of bestiality. This is, this is, you don't just say, oh man, Susan, can you believe it? Susan banged the sheep. <sighs> wow. No, this was a lot of banging. Oh, this was, was like, a yeah, lot I of bestiality. I banged the goat earlier. <laughs> like, this was so much that, like, no, we got to kill these people because they don't stop. They have to be, there have to be a rule. Yeah. There has to be a rule. Because if we don't have a rule, they're going to keep banging the goddamn snakes. <laughs> Deuteronomy. Cursed is the man who has sexual relations with any animal. Boom. Okay. Well, that's the last one. I have somebody to introduce him to. But anyway, so, um, <laughs> so okay. So the thing about that is I completely get the moral like boundaries here because if an right. animal can't say no, then you shouldn't do it. Right. right? Simple as that. Also, gross, but whatever. I'm not judging. I've covered myself in peanut butter and rolled around the grass sometimes just to appeal to a garden snake, <laughs> just to look appetizing. But, you know, you don't see me, like, you know, making a documentary about it. <laughs> not going to make a documentary yeah, about I mean, it. I'm not gonna, trying to get other people I, to. Know. But, I mean, that snake was into me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... I, Isn't that crazy, know. though? But, like, what animals? Dude, every It had to have been a goat. Okay, let me just say... Hold on, wait, wait, wait. But what's passive was enough? Written, wait a second. Was this written before Noah's Ark? After. Oh, that must have been no fun. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, you know, that boat must have been, like, a real love boat, you know? Yeah. Noah's just like, okay. Yeah, Noah's like, uh, just me and my family. <laughs> We're the only ones getting on this boat with all these animals. Us. Okay, God, send me away. And then the post <laughs> starts floating. Every animal's like... <laughs> <laughs> Like Everybody else is like drowning from the flood, man. Oh, man, I wish we were on that boat. Man, what a freak That show. was like the that first the sex headline. cruise. Dude, that would... Yeah, basically. But that would be the best headline if they had newspapers back then. Man builds ark, floods world just so he can bang every animal. <laughs> it's like, wow, thanks, Noah. Yeah. Piece of shit. That would be good. Also, do you have any dolphins on board? <laughs> man, Side note, by the way. Side note on Noah's ark. Just yeah, to kind of get I love side fallacies. note. Throw one. Okay. So on Noah's ark, he had to gra- gather two of every animal. Yeah, apparently. What about sea animals? Well... What? They could swim? Yeah. Okay. Just asking. That was a great side note. I'm just saying, like, I never thought about that until just now. <laughs> really? Sharks and... Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get a shark. We gotta catch the sharks. And then put it... In. So basically, they didn't put any water tanks. It's like, all right, everyone pour that. It's just like... Like, yeah. just flopping around on the deck. But like, appa- right, I mean, appa- set sail. apparently there was a big flood back then. Oh, I know there was. You know? No, Isn't that I, crazy? I was there. I was there, dude. It was pretty I was gnarly. Banging this dolphin. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We got And they're like, really Joe, what's... get in the boat. And that's ah, what the... ah, Dolphins can swim. Ah, <laughs> or as they would say, ah. anyway, so yeah. Oh, dude, that's the perfect ending of the movie. If we made a Leonardo DiCaprio romance film of that story, that's how they separate He has to get on a boat. He's like, no. And the dolphin's just like and just swimming away. That would be the end. That's all. It's I like the see. Notebook Two, dolphin sex. <laughs> <laughs> dolphin sex. Notebook Two, banging dolphins. Well, that'd be crazy, though. Um, not down with it, but well, but in that, cra- it, but, but like, think about it, dude. If you were a kid, what? If you, no, no, just thinking about like crazy sex stuff. 
Oh, like, you mean like from the from a child's perspective? Like you like you mean if you're a kid when you first about what, found out oh, about, about sex, sex? Yeah, that never crossed my brain about banging a dog. Like I never thought in a million never. years anybody would ever do that until I never. heard about it later, and I was like, "What? Really? They do that? Yeah, I was like why? that's a thing. Yeah." And I was like, "Mr. Fluffers." I was like, wait, does that even work? Do they even have like the same thing that you can use? And they're like, and I looked online and it was like bestiality thing. And I was like, huh. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. Also, by the way, my girlfriend from high school, the girl from the South, I remember like when I like was in college or something like that, I was talking to her and I don't know if this is a Southern Louisiana saying. (laughs) I guess it is. It's like one of those weird Southern sayings. But I was just like, she was like, so how's your sex life been? And I was like, oh, I haven't had sex yet. And because I was being honest, I was like, I was still a virgin. And she was like, oh, my God, how can you hold out? Just bang the dog. <laughs> she said that as like a joke. a joke. Yeah. But I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. You ain't got to tell me twice. You don't have to tell me twice, Sally Sue. <laughs> But I was like, who the fuck then says why that? Is the like, fuck and am I talking to a, you? Is that a southern like joke? Like never heard never heard it in my life. Weird. Yeah. Who told you we'll bang the dog? That would have been funny though if you were like, well, oh, who just the bang fuck the dog. am I talking to you? Click. Yeah. yeah. Good point. No, Click. no, no. You don't you don't, even, you don't you don't even turn it off. You just drop it. <laughs> and you hear the dog. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Come here. <laughs> oh my God. Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently that's I mean, I don't know why I don't hear more people talking about bestiality. Maybe because it's taboo. <laughs> yeah, but out of all the things that are come, like people are trying to like, you know, speak up for and you know support and like that's just that's gonna be on the docket, right? Well, I think because it's still regarded as you can't get consent from an animal. Yeah. But with that being said, but there's a subgroup, a subcategory of people who. But there is. People who believe strongly that um, that certain consent animals doesn't matter. Can, yeah, that certain <laughs> animals don't need consent because they mate the way they mate, and it doesn't really matter or whatever. Yeah, because like, like, because I mean, I've I've seen like animals bang, and I'm not sure if one of them's like taking it out to dinner. Like one of them just gets right on there and just starts ripping it apart. But that's a weird way of saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways. But so what is, you're trying like, to say is there's not that much intimacy yeah, involved. Well, it's more of just an act. So yeah, it's like, an act. Exactly. Well, it's because it's like, okay, if you boil <laughs> so this down... this is the justification. Well, that's what I've heard. But here's the thing. It's hilarious. I, I don't believe you should put your penis in an animal. I don't think it's supposed to work like that. It's not supposed to work like that. But I do understand what they're saying, how they say that animals mate just to mate. Like, they're not like, right. you know, whining and dining each other. And... You know, it's just one of those. That was that's Michelle, by the way. Answer it. Hey, buddy, can I call you back? Oh, okay, for sure. Later, dude. Work stuff. Don't worry. Okay, that's funny. That would be hilarious if he's just like, "Is Cody mad at me?" <laughs> Is he just, is he mad at me? Uh, anyways. always a dick? So anyways, back to banging animals. No, so, he's always a dick. He's always a dick. Back to so, banging animals, Back to man. banging animals. So, so if they, um, so anyway, since, so they're, since they're the not animals, that intimate. Yeah, so they're saying the animals aren't that intimate. They just bang to bang or whatever. It's not that big of a thing. But yeah. here's the thing. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever like, like said, you want to get a treat and then not give the dog a treat? The dog's just like, 
fucking what the hell? Like its right. brain is firing in a certain way and then it doesn't know what the fuck to do. Oh yeah. That's that's basically the same thing. Because you're mating with the dog or a cat or whatever the hell you're doing, and then the brain triggers in the dog saying that it just got mated with, but it's not you know what I mean? It's like yeah. fucked up. Like that's kind of fucked it's up. It's so horrible. You're you're fucking with the psyche of the dog. Yeah. Obviously. Is there anything else we can talk about to get canceled? Yeah, my girlfriend's going to kill me for talking about this stuff. Like you talked <laughs> so about you, what? You talked about gay conservatives on the last podcast. Bestiality and banging dolphins on this one. Should you tell can me just, something? Can we just fat shame people right now? Because <laughs> I think that's a pretty fast way to do it. Um, anyways. Yeah, man. I was working out today. Nice. I was getting the old bro bro pump going. It felt good. I know. I, I have a feeling that's your zone, actually. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you really are just a bro pump without the bro pump, you know? Without the bro pump. I just don't get pumps. That's okay. My uh, my cardiovascular system is just so advanced that... Uh, you don't even need any pumps, bro. Yeah, blood just knows how to flow. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even pump blood. I just blood. <laughs> <laughs> just blood. It doesn't <laughs> congregate in certain muscles. It just kind of like keeps going. Yeah. Let me read you a few things real quick. Yeah, read me something. Entertain me. Oh, hold on one second. I got to answer this. This is another phone call? Nope. It's work, though. Dangerous heat wave continues in Pacific Northwest as temperatures shatter weather records. Okay. Hey, did you see that Venmo thing on Instagram? What? It was like Venmo, $100,000 giveaway. No, is it real? Like, yeah, like for this Venmo thing, and you could win $500. Do you want to enter it? No, no, I don't. I see those things, and I just like don't want to get my hopes up, so I just don't do it. <laughs> mm, Britney Spears' sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, speaks out in support of the pop star following her conservatorship. That would be really funny if like, <laughs> the sister just came out and was like, no, no, no. She deserves to be locked up again. Nah, she's a little crazy. Just saying she's real crazy. So, I wanted to tell you that I hate eggplant. You know, I, just, I hate eggplant. Like, Yeah, you do. I just always hate the texture. The, the t- it's always bad. I hate it so much that I don't even send girls that eggplant emoji to tell them I want to bang. So, instead, I just send my dick pic and <laughs> just straight up. That's the most respectful thing you could do. Yeah. I mean, look. That's the one thing you can never like. All right, with a woman, you could practically see everything that she has on Instagram mm-hmm. because she can, you know, she can do a wet T-shirt mm-hmm. and it not be taken down. Mm. So you can see the size of the nipple, the kind of coloration. It's lovely. You can even do uh, like a bikini shot where it's like just like a floss, like right between your lips, and you can see <sighs> all that down there, right? But the minute I show a little tip, yeah. Yeah, it's always all like of a I, I'm just, this is just respectful. I'm seeing everything you're giving me right now, mm-hmm. and you're not seeing what I could give you. I just want to let you know that this is what's here. Yeah, tell me. Um, so tell me. Um, tell me about wrestling again. <laughs> Did you really wrestle guys? And it was fine. Like you didn't come out on the other side like wanting more guys in your hands. <laughs> is that like how that was? Yeah. Um, that is how that was. So I can't remember if I told martial arts stories over here yet, but I feel like because you've told stories about no, wrestling on the podcast. Okay, I can tell you stories then. Okay, so 
I uh, you were really down with that dick pic concept, weren't you? I didn't want to continue. Okay, I didn't get a response, so I'm fine. I'm moving. You're like bestiality, gay conservatives, dick pic, <sighs> dick pic. Let's just get to something that won't cancel me. So, <laughs> I grew up in the martial artist sort of mindset. I grew up as a taekwondo student. I guess yeah. I I went in at four years old and got my black belt at eight years old. Definitely probably didn't deserve it because they probably just gave me that shit in, in hindsight. Because <laughs> who the fuck gives a black belt to an eight-year-old? Like, what eight-year-old is going to fucking beat somebody up? Um, I could bite, though. Yeah, you can. Could bite. So, anyways. Um, so, there's a lot of things that came with uh, doing Taekwondo as a little kid. Because back in the 90s, it was a lot different than it is now, I'm assuming. And I just burped right into the mic. <laughs> Perfect. Sorry, dude. It's fucking carbonated water. What are you going to do? So, anyways, um, so because I advanced to the belts pretty quickly, I got to what recommendation black is or recommend, what is it called? Recommendation black, basically. It's called okay. recommendation black. It's the belt right before you get the black belt. Right. So you make your way in my dojo slash um, whatever, Taekwondo school. It was white, yellow, green, blue, red, recommendation black, and then black belt. That was the order. So... Um, after you got through red, you got recommendation black, you were required to do a bunch more shit before you got your black belt testing. Cause testing for black belt was a big deal. It was a once a year thing. You had to train all year for it. And, um, when you're recommend, like when you're a belt, all you had to do was learn a form, which is just a series of moves that you have to learn in perfect harmony with other people. Yeah. You had to learn a, um, a break, like a board break. Like you had to do something for the board break. And then you had to spar a couple times, I think like two rounds or something like that. And that was your test. Right. So recommend black was like, you had to actually go to tournaments. Like you, they were, you're required to win certain trophies and like go to certain tournaments and like clock in the hours there. And uh, you had to do like mall performances. Like you had to do all kinds of stuff. So recommend black took like six, seven months while all the other belts took like maybe a month. So this was like a long process. And so there's this one tournament where I was going to so many tournaments that I didn't even remember where half these were. Like I was just getting in the car with my mom and just going somewhere. And they're always in like little business parks. And like this one random building had like a dojo for some reason. Anyways, so I was recommend black. I was eight years old. I was tiny. I was a little tiny kid. And usually... They just pair you by your belt, right? If you're green belt, you fight a green belt. If you're a blue belt, you fight a blue belt. But then obviously they're like, oh, that's a little kid, green belt. That's a little kid, green belt. Those two are fighting, right? Instead of that's a 40-year-old man and that's a two-year-old, so they're going to fight, right? So that's logically what it was. But since recommend black, you were required to fight. I had to fight that day. Mm -hmm. So the only other recommend black belt was a 14-year-old girl. And I swear to God, she was twice my size. <laughs> and I immediately thought, well, I'm not fighting today because that's a fucking giant bird. Like, what the shit? <laughs> but the ref was like, just let him fight because there's no other person who's a recommend black. Just let him fight. Like, she knows. She's a recommend black. She won't hit him too hard. Right? Right? Well... Let me tell you how fast that shit went. <laughs> they literally put us in. They grabbed our hands and said, bow, bow, bow. And we, you know, we bowed and they put us back in our corners and they go, and see you. Yeah. And literally I did the little like take window hop in. Yeah. And then she just does a stepping sidekick right to my throat and it blacks me out so fast. Wow. Dude, I just hit the floor. 
And that was it. And all I remember is me just being like, by a Korean man, just slapping my face like, <laughs> oh, just up, just up, just up, just up. And I was like, ah. Uh, and then I just remember them giving me a trophy and putting me on a, on a podium to like take a picture of me with the other girl before they put me on the ambulance stretcher to make sure I wasn't like concussed. That's awesome. And so there's a picture of me like standing next to this girl all fucked up and dazed and confused while she's like, and I'm like, like holding <laughs> this trophy where I'm clearly like just go up to her hip. That's crazy, man. I'm oh, so dude. glad I didn't do that as a kid because well, of the brain damage. Well, luck. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was going to say we didn't get that fucked up, but then I just told that story. So like, here's the thing you and then the other thing I was going to say is we wore helmets, but they didn't help. <laughs> You're still taking trauma. It's head. like this thick of like rubber and that's about it. So, yeah. you know, it didn't. It's like those like 1930s football helmets where they were just a piece of leather strapped to your head like a bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> that was I mean, basically what it was. Like my brother had a concussion in uh, an AAU state championship match. Right. When he was maybe 12, 13, oh, something horrible. like that. And maybe 11. And uh, and that was the first time I'd ever seen a concussion. Yikes. It was so weird because he tried to throw the guy and the guy slipped out the back, but his momentum was carrying oh, so both of them so he hit, hit the, the floor he hit yeah. the floor too oh god he just slammed his head off the floor and he just kind of laid there limp and then they blew the whistle and then they brought him back to the center and he was he was kind of there and the guy the the ref put the guy on top of him and they started wrestling again and my brother was just like not moving and he didn't mm. know where he was seizing out huh dude it was so weird man and like that's like that was like my first and only relationship with Shadow, oh, it's probably Kuna, probably. Um, with the concussion, but like, dude, it's so scary, man, because like it just changes your perspective of how fragile you are. Mm. And I could, like, that's yeah. one of the things I could never, I could never understand with like my buddies who were fighting was they just got so okay with concussions, and you have to. Well, my you buddy, literally have to, yeah. My buddy was a professional surfer, like, he was a sponsored professional surfer, and he had more concussions than he can count. Because he had so many concussions, he couldn't count anymore. Literally. <laughs> just fucking free. He was like, one, seven, eight, nine. And I was like, yeah, this is close enough. And he's like, thanks, man. Uh, anyways. But no, he's had so many concussions. Like, this is no exaggeration. Like, he has had so many concussions yeah. that we make fun of it sometimes. Because, like, whenever he messes something up, we're like, oh, is it the concussion? He's like, yeah, too many concussions. I get it. Like, he'll make it a joke. But he has had so many fucking, like, injuries. From surfing. From, dude, surfing is no joke, bro. Especially you get concussions from surfing? Dude, yeah. Oh, man. Of That's... course you can. I just told my client today. Do you know today. how fast he goes? Like, no. he's on that short speed board. Like, dude, like, if you see oh. him surface, it's like... Like, it's so... And he does those, like, triple flip tricks and stuff oh. like that. So, of course, like, he's landed on his board with his head and knocked himself out in the water. <sighs> and, like, he's done stuff, like, where... He'll just be, he'll fly into something else, somebody else who's surfing, and he'll hit his head on somebody's arm or something like that and just knock himself out. Like, there's so many random concussions. I guess those people shit. should die, right? You know, if, I mean, if they do die, they should die. It's not like, it's not I'll like, oh man, you know, he died. It's almost like, yeah, that oh, makes yeah, sense. That makes sense, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like when you say, like, oh man, he was such a professional armed robber of convenience stores like it's too bad he got yeah, shot it was just too early and i'm like no it's too late actually i think yeah. he shouldn't have been doing that <laughs> yeah but anyways i've always thought about robbing a store but then you know you see those movies where people rob a store and they get shot and stuff like yeah, that. yeah dude 100 yeah. percent. that's why you don't do it but the other well i mean but, but no nah, but it's not like I've, I've thought about like 
like it like I wanted to. I've just thought about robbing a store. And like every I time you. I think about it, it's just like, dude, the guns. Like getting shot is so visceral. Of course it is. But like some people don't even like they're like, no, I can rob a store. And like because it overrides any kind of fear because the fear isn't real to them. Here's the reason. I think it's the same idea as fighting. It's the exact same. Because here's the thing. I have not been shot at, but I've been around people who are shooting at other people. I know what it sounds like. I know what it feels like to be around guns that are going off at somebody's direction. It is no fucking fun, dude. That shit yeah. is terrifying because you think it's like an action movie. You're like, ah, oh, pow, 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 pow. It's just pop, 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 pop. And that's, you're like, did I hit anything? Did you hit anything? Did I get shot? Can't see bullets. That's it, dude. You just hear a pop and you're like, oh, did I? Oh, God. Like, because you don't know. Like, it might have hit you. Yeah. It's terrifying. And then the other thing is, you go into shock if you get shot. Sometimes you don't even know you got shot. Yeah. Because your body's in pure shock mode. Yeah. It's horrifying. So, anyways, um, I mean, it, it does wonders for rap careers. So, I can't. Yeah, know. it does. And also, um, makes you know, so it makes you pretty badass, I'll be honest. But also, so. <laughs> but it makes you badass. But after you recover from shitting yourself in the hospital. <laughs> Everybody's like, wow, he's really badass. He got shot. And he's like, yeah, but he can't walk. And he had to have his girlfriend wipe his ass. Anyways. So so tell me the story about yesterday when you shit yourself. <laughs> okay. So I ate Taco Bell for the first time in a while. So this is what you should do. You should just tell the whole story from beginning to end. I don't want to. <laughs> so that you can use this as material. And then when your girlfriend watches the show. She'll understand it. Okay. She's like, yeah, all right. Now that makes sense. I'm giving you material. And now I'm an official. Now you're part of it. Yeah. She's an official mascot of the show. Okay. So, I decided to stupidly eat Taco Bell for yeah. whatever reason. I don't really think about the decisions I make in my life clearly, yeah. but I chose to do that. I thought it should be fine. I'm only going to eat a few things, right? Just right. a few things. It should be fine. It's just tortilla cheese and meat, whatever. So, I ate that and I thought to myself, I probably have a time limit with this. <laughs> so, then I joined myself over to here mm-hmm. and did a podcast yesterday mm-hmm. and I drank this liquid death sparkling water and i didn't think that was like mentos and coke (laughs) no idea that combination was gonna be what it was yeah so anyway so i was sitting here and i kind of felt the pressure but not enough to you know make it happen right so anyway so we're sitting after we wrapped the podcast we were sitting out there talking and i realized that i had those bubble guts so i held in farts stupidly i should just let that shit go next time and I held it in forever. And then finally, after like three hours of hanging out, I walked out the door. And as soon as I walked out, my body's like, you can you can let that fart go if you want. And I was like, good idea, body. So I farted and shit myself <laughs> immediately, dude. It was like the fastest. And I literally stopped at the window out there, like right when you walk out at that window. I stopped at the window and I was just like, I just did that to myself, didn't I? Should I go back in and wipe my ass or? No. So I decided to go the other route and just drive my car back to my girlfriend. <laughs> drive place. your Lotus. Drive the Lotus. Shifting leather gears, seats. Just. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I was doing that. Got back to my girl's place. And uh, as soon as I walked in, we got in some stupid fight. And I <laughs> you literally. You had your phone off the whole night. And I just wanted. Yeah. And so I just wanted to be like, hey, can I, can I like, can you hold on fighting for a second? Because I want to go to the bathroom and get the shit out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't tell her. No, I didn't say anything about this. And I think that would have probably put a spin up. Yeah, see, he's a bad influence. Yeah, exactly. He makes you shit yourself. He makes you shit yourself. How can you hang out with him? Poops flying out your butthole. (laughs) 
clearly it's a bad sign. <laughs> oh man, that's probably she probably does tell you I'm a bad influence. Nah, she probably does. Mm-mm. She thinks you're good for me. You're good for my man. Yeah, because you um, you know your shit, and you do liquid death. You drink liquid death. Yeah, and I do a line of coke beforehand. <laughs> no, kidding. Um, that would be an interesting be podcast. An interesting podcast. I'm just like, whoa, buddy! I have this <laughs> startup company to pitch you. By the way, are you aware of cryptocurrency? <laughs> Oh, my God. If you're not in crypto, bro, let me get you in some coins, bro. Yeah. What about uh, Britney Spears, though, man? What I do don't you, know much what, about it. What if you were in something like that? I mean, I would hate it. Yeah. But then again, I uh, I don't know who wouldn't hate it. Right. But what's weird about it is, is like, here's the thing about Britney, not to take away from her Here's the thing about story. Britney. Here's the thing, not to take away from her story, but it happens a lot more than just Britney Spears. Which is insane. Kesha yeah, I've never heard of it. Same thing know? with Kesha. Not her father, but her label was like holding her from doing anything. Like Kesha was yeah. like held hostage by her label. And like there's a lot of people that are in the music business that were held hostage by their label or their family. You know? It's crazy. Macaulay Culkin too. Macaulay Culkin had to like uh, emancipate himself at 17 because his father was taking all his money. Oh, yeah. You know? So it's like it crazy? sucks, but like... The celebrity world is insane. Like, there's a lot of times where, like, that dynamic is really fucked up. Yeah. Like, severely I mean, fucked dude, up. Dude, but, like, you're just. It's such a strange world, man. Well, because they're telling Britney she's crazy. Right. Like, they're telling her she's and crazy. And you know she is. Well, she might. How be. do you not. I mean, look, what Disney star has gotten out of it, like, normal? Exactly. And what's also interesting is Amanda Bynes, dude. Amanda Bynes also. Amanda Bynes lost her shit. We all made fun of her, which sucks. But, well, anyways, but what's crazy about it is it's not just her. It's all child stars, really. It is. Yeah. And, you know, I've worked with a few child stars that were like previous child stars. You know, and it's like some of them are cool, some of them aren't. Like, I worked with Jake Bell, and he's obviously in trouble now, so I can't really speak for that. But when I worked with him years ago, he was a cool guy. He was a nice guy. And um, what's his face? Uh, The other guy in that equation, um, Josh Peck. I worked with Josh Peck. Okay. Super nice guy. So you never know. Like, maybe some of them will turn out normal, some of them will turn out crazy. Like, Amanda Bynes turned out crazy. Also, did you ever look up those conspiracies about Nickelodeon and Dan Schneider? Dude. Oh my what was god, going on? bro! Okay, do you know who Dan Schneider is? Uh, no. He's the guy who created the Amanda Show. He created all kinds of Nickelodeon shows, like tons of Nickelodeon shows. He was like one of the main people. Dang. Okay. All that he was on all that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so Dan Schneider was sort of the person who was sort of the king of content. He was like the big showrunner of Nickelodeon. He was right. like the main showrunner. He would put himself in the shows all the time, and he was kind of a personality and, and a talent. And a comedian. What was his and, name uh, again? Dan. Dan Schneider. American businessman. What? I'm just going to put uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Schneider. Nickelodeon. Schneider. Yeah. Creepy facts about Nickelodeon's Dan Schneider. Images. Okay. Big dude. Big dude. Yeah. So I see it. Yeah. He's looking creepy as shit. He's super creepy. So, um, okay. So, Dan Schneider, there's been a lot of stuff that came out semi-recently that has been questioning if this guy was really abusing the female stars on the show. Looks like he had to have. 
Right, but there's like all kinds of weird footage about him like in a jacuzzi with Amanda Bynes when she was like 12. And like there's all this stuff how he had a foot fetish and he would make like all the stars like do like all the kids in his show like do like skits with feet all the time. Okay. And all kinds of really fucking weird stuff. And I cannot believe he hasn't been pursued. But not really any like hard evidence came out that this guy was actually abusive. He was just really, he was like toting the line between really weird and crossing the line into like criminal. Super handsy. Yeah, super handsy guy. So a lot of people blame the Amanda Bynes uh, turmoil over this guy saying like he's the main person who probably abused the shit out of her. Yeah. Probably did, right? He had to have. And also, and also Drake Bell coming out endangering like the 12 year old or 15 year old whatever it was like he's into underage girls yeah and what was pe- the story on that i never saw uh the story isn't really that clear to my understanding i read the report and it basically just was like he went on a date with a 15 year old and um there's like dms where he's like talking and trying to like uh what do you call it what's the word um groom he's like groom. trying to groom her yeah and apparently he's done this a lot before and he, they were like, oh, that's why he moved to Mexico so he can get away with this more. Oh, okay. yeah. So, make, But here's the thing, though. Obviously, piece of shit, whatever you want to call him, I don't care. But the thing that's Or probably something it, who, you know, suffered from somebody doing something to him. That's what, it, what my point is. So I think yeah. you could see the Amanda Bynes side of it being what that is. And then he was on the same show and he was in, he was... Dan Schneider's kid also like on all the yeah. shows. So clearly it's rubbed off on him too. Right. So, you know, so it's just like, dude, it sucks, man. Like there's so many people in this like industry that just like, it's like, oh man, kids are easy targets. And I'm like, uh, yeah. And it, yeah, it's a weird thing, man. Like what makes you, uh, go down that road? I mean, well, yeah, power. I mean, it's all power. I think so. I mean, from his perspective, I think it's power. I think it's like power. You just get this power. Yeah, dude, it's just like the, the Harvey Weinstein thing. It's just this insane power trip. Yeah, but when I it's mean, kids, it's like, what happened, dude? Like, you that's know? what I'm saying. It's like it's a power thing. It's just I don't know. I mean, maybe he just had a thing for kids, and all of a sudden now he has the ability to like command them around and be, you know, be a yeah. fucking weirdo. Yeah, exactly. It's I I, I find that just be so fascinating. A lot of people can't talk about it for for a long time because they get weirded out. But it's just like it's a thing, man. Yeah. It's a thing, and it's like it's been a thing for a long time. Of course, like it if has. you look back, like you know, hundreds of years ago, yeah, like girls were getting married off. They still real are. Young. They still are. Well, yeah, yeah. About it, yeah, but like in like big kingdoms, right? Oh, or yeah. big big countries. Yeah, you know, yeah, the royal families were like getting married off at like a real young age. Oh yeah, Elvis married a fourteen-year-old. That's right. You know, right? Sixteen, Priscilla. Yeah, Priscilla. Priscilla. Yeah. And also, what's his face? Jerry Seinfeld dated a fifteen-year-old. Something like that. Maybe she was seventeen. I thought she. She was uh, maybe, but I don't she know. was in high school. I forgot what it was. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So it's common. You know, whatever, whatever the common ground here is, it's like there is a problem that is inherently there. But what's weird is it's, talking back to the bestiality thing. Yeah. There is a lot of. There's clearly a lot of activity there. But nobody's talking about it. So right. there's like this like underground like black market type of mentality here where like there's a lot of people that are into this, but they're not talking about it because they don't want to get like outed and exiled or whatever. So it's like yeah. this is why the problem continues because nobody's able to surface level this. It just right. stays underneath the surface. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like it's kinda like the the problem with drugs, right? People used to say, Well, if you made it if you made all drugs legal 
you wouldn't have any issues with drug dealers and like you wouldn't have like yeah because the you begin the black market yes right so it's it's almost like you could say that for like bestiality and pedophilia like if you if you just I wouldn't say not make it illegal but like I mean I guess that's the only way you you would you would be able to talk about it yeah you know what I mean but I feel like people would still be like. Yeah, but you're a piece of shit. It's just like not right. to compare the two. This is but, not a comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, it's got to be. Well, but here, that what I'm going to say. They're is different not, things, but what I'm going to say is not a comparison. I don't want to be the person that compares these two. But talking about when gay marriage was legalized across the nation, yeah, there's still people in the South like I don't care what they say. I still find it fucking disgusting. Yeah. Right? There's still yeah, yeah, those yeah. like christian whatever people doesn't have so to it's be like, the south either but that's whatever it is yeah but my point is is this like there's a well the bible belt is what i was trying to say i gotcha but anyway so my point is is that like whatever was taboo could become that like where like you know is hypothetically they legalize something you're like well i don't care what's legal i still find it fucking disgusting so it's like i don't know if it would fix it or fi- make well, a, make what I'm saying is, is fixing the problem. The conversation has to happen. If you if you don't talk about it and like you don't, you know, people aren't aware of like why people do that, then yeah. it's never going to be understood properly. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but like, how do you understand serial killers? Yeah, exactly. You, well, you I mean, interview them, and you talk to them, and you get a therapist, and you know, and yeah. Involved. Well, here's the other funny part about that: you don't just funny kill part. them. You yeah, know, but, you here, but yeah, here's the that. ironic part about it because it is interesting to compare that because I always thought that too. I was like, whatever problem we're having, you need to be able to analyze it. You need to find commonalities. You need to figure out where this goes. I mean, there's been a lot of research on the, I don't even know pedophilia, like, because it's not, pedophilia is like little kids. I'm talking like the whole age range. Like there's, I don't even know. And what it's the word too big is. of an age range. Too big. But like Zero to 18? Yeah, there's a lot. But my point is is that like there has been enough development on <laughs> researching that development. There has been enough <laughs> puberty. There's been enough puberty on the topic to yeah. talk about. There's been enough like to talk about that they know commonalities and almost 100% of the time the people who are into it were abused themselves. Yeah, exactly. So, obviously this becomes a huge problem because the people who are abused themselves are like, it's like that movie, It Follows. It's like you're passing it on to somebody. Yeah, I mean, that's most of life, dude. I mean, you think about, like, children. Uh, it was a child psychologist, uh, Gabor Matty Matei. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about how uh, mimicking children are, like, from from the age of they're born to mm-hmm. seven, like you're practically just mimicking people around you. Right. Your father, your mother, and you know, your family members. And uh, a lot of your personality is developed by seven. Right. You know, so like if you're around, you know, people who are arguing all the time, you know, and, the, and the, you know, they're just bringing the issues from their parents. Right. To you. Mm. And they're not aware of it. You know? Yeah. You're never, you're never aware of what you're like passing on. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think about this all the time, like, with, with kids, because, you know, I've done a lot of, like, work on myself recently. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just hit myself in the head with a hammer and shit. <laughs> um, just like, stop being dumb. <laughs> this Has is been, helping? Well, ironically, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's working. Yeah. You can just <laughs> yeah, keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, keep it up, buddy. But anyways, it's like, yeah, man, it's like, I got to... I gotta make sure that I've got my shit together before, before I have a kid. Oh, dude, I've because, been working on that for so long, yeah. man. But like that, but most people don't realize 
all the conditioning that's affecting them now. Oh yeah, you know for it's sure. like it's a, some people will never realize that you know that how yeah. much their father's anger or you know because of something that his father did or mother did. Oh dude, it has trails turned, down. Yeah, oh, it goes down the. So line. that's like when people say like, it's a generational curse or something like that. Yeah. You ever heard that stuff? Of like, course, yeah. Yeah, it's like no, it's not a curse, but it's something that was never resolved. It's some type yeah. of an emotional. Uh, wound that was never taken care of, right? Never yeah. healed properly, and yeah, and exactly and here's the thing. Is. Here's the thing, because it was never discussed. Mm. You were, you never talked about it. Yeah, that's the number one thing that a lot of people have issues with with the family dynamic, especially is when you don't talk because so many people's families don't talk to each other. Yeah, it's like the biggest thing. To be fair, though. I understand the complicated part of trying to approach your parents with something. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying this this is is the the thing. thing. We don't talk. We need to. Yeah. It's hard as shit. Well, it's not even that they don't talk about the problems. It's just they don't spend time together because like if they spend time together, sometimes you work things out inadvertently. You know what I mean? True. Like for like if a father is being like, you know, too hard on his son for not playing sports or playing sports poorly or whatever and just getting frustrated and not wanting to deal with them or whatever. If he spent more time with him, maybe he'll understand, oh, it's not what he's into. Exactly. Or something like that. You exactly. Know? Hey. Hey. Wow, I just got scared shitless. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I thought I thought Kuna was like coming through the door herself. I was like, Do you know how to open doors? <laughs> it's like one of those things where there's like a little handkerchief and she goes, Arr. Yeah. No, Anyways. we don't have one of those. But anyways, yeah, you, you gotta talk about uh, stuff in your family. Yeah, because I mean, you know... Because that quote-unquote curse will never end. No, and it doesn't. it's going like to keep... The, yeah, because I mean, the thing is, like, I realize, like, with my family, like, because I'm the only child, so I had no choice. I had to talk to my parents. But I would <laughs> learn to hide shit in different ways. Right, yeah. Because I would just develop these ways of lying. Because exactly. there's no hiding except for my deception. So I developed these really bad habits of lying, and that's just what sort of spawned it, I guess. But... Obviously, over time, it's dispersed because I'm just, you know, what's the point? But when you're a kid, you like hide stuff and then they come out as like, you know, you crack in your, fl- there's a flaw in your plan or something like that. And then it gets revealed and then all of a sudden it just comes caving down on you. It's not a good feeling. But <laughs> no. But I realized later in life that I was like, oh, you know, I didn't need to talk to my dad about not being into baseball. I just need to have him be around me. And then he realizes, oh, he's into, you know, music or whatever. Yeah. And then the same thing with my mom. My mom like didn't understand why I didn't date girls. And it's like, oh, because he's just doesn't really vibe with social interactions yet. He doesn't get it. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like spending time with fill in those gaps instead of being like, hey, mom, uh, I'm not gay, but I don't like dating women right now. Right. Instead of doing that weird talk with her, <laughs> you know, just hang out for a little while. And then she realizes, oh, he's really fucking weird. <laughs> he's a weirdo. <laughs> I get it. No wonder he has no dates. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, parents, yeah, they, they don't really. But who Just parents parents? Dude. Who teaches parents how to parent? Uh, Their parents. Ellen. Ellen. Thank God she's still around. Hell yeah. Uh, yell at your kids like they're interns. <laughs> <laughs> we really take care of our interns. Oh, yeah. We feed them. <laughs> we make sure they don't suffocate in the burlap sack we put them in. Dude, how long does she have a show? She still has one. 
Ellen she's, DeGeneres. Uh, she's been on the air for too long. Yeah. So that show started in 2003. Oh my 2003, God. dude. It's when she first got into the lesbian scene. So <laughs> she had a show called Ellen, which looks like a sitcom. It was, yeah. It was a sitcom and she came out as gay during that show. And oh, it like became yeah, a big deal. It. That was like the big reveal thing that she was like, you know, gay or whatever. So. Yeah. You know what was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life? What? Is uh, on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. With Jerry Ellen? Seinfeld and Ellen. Ellen, have you seen that? Uh, it was funny. Yeah, there was there was so many like she power will, dynamics. Oh my god, she, she will bitch, not dude. let you get anything on her, dude. She was a bitch about it. Yeah, ever. I did not. But one of the craziest things was how how she talked about when she saw stand up for the first time. She was like, "I saw stand up, and then I did it, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna have this, this, and this." And Jerry was like, "Huh, really? You thought that?" She's like, "Yeah, I knew I was gonna do it." Wow. And I that, forgot that, about that, that yeah. kind of, and I was like, I was trying to put her energy to that thought process, and then as as you know, the further in the show, I watch, uh, I watched, um, I got it. I'm like, oh right. yeah, you're not gonna let you don't let people get that one little jab in or that anything yeah. like that. So of course, if you're always on that, yeah, if you're always on your shit like that, yes, of course you're gonna get what you want. Yeah, of course. Because it's always a, it, you're well, because, shuffling here. Yeah, yeah. Because you're it's you're like jostling um, for or jostling for position. Is that? Or, yeah, you're basically playing defense. You're playing man to man on a basketball court. Yeah, all the time. Just yeah. everybody's a competition. It's oh, you're not going to get that on me. Yeah, That's it's funny. So a lot stressful. of people cited a lot of people cited that Jerry Seinfeld episode with her to like explain her behavior off camera a little bit. Really? Yeah, they're like, see, this is real her. She's a real fucking hawk when it comes to you know. The things it's talking about, like whatever, like she they it's were talking, yeah, because they were like she's so snappy and quick, but like also very vicious mm-hmm. at times. And what's funny about it is, like, I believe it, but at the same time, I'm like, wow, what a sociopath, <laughs> right? Because yeah. like, you see those clips online of her just being like a sweetheart on the show, but then you start to like watch those clips, and you're like, that is a very plastered on smile. This is weird. Now I'm getting creeped out. Yeah, because like there's always clips of her being like, right. Yeah. And then you start looking at her teeth and then you're like and you're like, that doesn't look natural. That's not natural. How did I not see this before? Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is real scary now. Isn't that fascinating how how we can all act a certain way and not realize what we're doing? Oh yeah. But some people are just better at it than others. Yeah, but I mean people are sociopathic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't mean to yawn for that. That's it, man. That was a good uh, that was a good little podcast. I think so. I think we're gonna get very cancelled. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, cancel play me. Play that theme song as the outro, but skip to the ending. Or no, skip to the beginning. Like the beginning half is the outro. The the the, the later. beginning half is the outro. Yeah. yeah so yeah, like the part yeah. with the vocals is the intro. The part with the no vocals is the outro. You should show. Uh, is she here? So the the second half is the outro. Yeah. No, the the first half is the intro. This is the intro. Or this is the outro. Yeah. I should say something like at the end of every podcast. 
this this podcast is brought to you by Liquid Death. Drink death, get liquid. Liquid death. But I do have to fast forward it. So good.